all, and welcome to Idols, Icons, and Irols, a Survivor Recap Podcast. We're your hosts, Nell and Peter. We're so glad you're joining us as we break down and analyze the craziest and most memorable moments of every single season of Survivor. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.irols for behind-the-scenes clips, outtakes, and important updates. Interested in making a guest appearance to talk about your favorite season of Survivor? Reach out to us at idols.icons.irols at gmail.com. Hello and welcome back. It's a joy to be back. No, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. I actually, I mean, we're gonna start off with a quick disclaimer from the capital S Swifty <laughs> side God. of this podcast. <laughs> um, today the title of the vault songs from Red were released, and Phoebe Bridgers features on a song, and I was wearing my Phoebe Bridgers shirt today. Just I almost didn't wear it, and I was like. I actually really want to wear that shirt today. And I think that there was something in the air. In the words of High School Musical, Musical Series. <laughs> something in the air. Anyway, so that's my disclaimer. I'm working with that energy. I literally was like sitting at work trying to do the like word search from the like messed up messages. I'm not I'm smart enough or dedicated enough. I was like, I'm doing it after half of these answers have already been found for me. And then I couldn't find the other half. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not good enough at doing this, but that's the energy we're working with. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. I think that's all I have to say. I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get a single soon. Girly pops. I think that's my only disclaimer. So for everyone else that isn't like now, like me, out of solidarity, I'm crying because I have had to watch TikTok after TikTok after TikTok. Had to watch. You were held at gunpoint. It's hard to scroll past one when the next one is the same thing. Girly pop hold the screen down and hit not interested. The issue is that when you're on gay pop girl TikTok, it's it's hard to not The world's telling you grow up and be a Taylor Swift fan. No, the world's telling you you're so mature for not being a Taylor Swift fan. Look at all these unevolved individuals. Actually, I don't think that's true. Just like the other girlies (laughs) who spend their days at their quote-unquote nine-to-five real jobs doing (laughs) word searches and opening the vault. Vault open, baby. Break that bitch open. (laughs) I don't think so, honey. Oh my Claiming God. to have a real job while you lost culture never. Lost culture would never. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> we are clearly very excited to be back. It's it has been a minute. I also feel like it's just been a minute since we've had our energies on. Yeah, I'm like, like I don't know if the community once you know <laughs> I did have breakthrough COVID. So. <laughs> Um, famously yeah. when I had a really bad cold <laughs> next day I found out it was COVID so. I will say it is kind of funny that for the two weeks that you like had COVID we recorded it was really just like the <laughs> week after COVID where yeah, like, uh, yeah no I genuinely had symptoms for like four days yeah. and then I was like just tired and in a basement <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I feel comfortable sharing that with the community now fully yeah. vaxxed got COVID <laughs> You are part of the 1%. I'm part of the 1%. And you made it through the other And side. the bad 1%. <laughs> the, yeah. Which both are bad, but... but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, speaking of the 1%, Rihanna became a billionaire today. Yesterday, but uh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, also, it doesn't really matter in terms of like when this is actually going to get positive. On August like, 4th, 2021, <laughs> Rihanna became a billionaire. <laughs> so I'm like... Thank you, top 1%. Um, so yeah, we're back with episode 21. We're on to season six, um, which is the, the Amazon. Amazon. This is our last season before we get to recap our first ever 
returners all-star season yeah oh my god that's actually crazy we're like rounding out the like beginnings of survivor yeah and like who the who's who's of the first like returners which uh, personally insane to me personally personally um let me say personally one more time So yeah, I feel like we might as well just jump on it, dive right in, take a swim in the Amazon River. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if anyone else. I had like a like rain like a rainforest unit in third grade. Um, no, not Peter's giving me a look. Not a unit specifically dedicated to the rainforest. No, we third grade in year three specifically had a rainforest unit. We like made a mini rainforest. It was a yearly thing at my school. How did you make a mini rainforest? I'm like Topeka. Take a a second, and I'll explain to you. We had at my school. There was like the middle school and like extracurricular activity buildings kind of so like our music and our art classes were held in like essentially trailers that were like stuck to the ground and the music room like the side that was used for like music obviously chairs instruments etc but then there was like another side that had like you would do other stuff in sometimes in music class but like was never really used and there was just like a divider set up so when third grade had their rainforest unit that would be like lights would be off you would like they had like paper mache trees like all of the stuff it, and like water like fake water running and like all this stuff set up and each kid had to make an animal that was a part of the rainforest I made poison dart frogs I tried to go pretty easy so all I had to do was make clay and like cry clearly I did it the night before um you're, but like, uh, you're sounding like that turtle kid uh, from tiktok not tiktok from vine well i like you know turtles that? yeah <laughs> i feel like that was just like a viral video oh well, i thought it was on vine yeah it was a viral video but yeah. then obviously vine co-opted it yeah um and- so each kid just like recruited an animal and then we had to memorize a script about like all the animals in the rainforest and we like learned all about like deforestation and like conservation and the environment and we like would also get really into like earth day um in third grade you would learn a lot about like the environment and like what it meant to protect the environment um and so then on earth day at our school we would have like an evening activity where like people would like do crafts with like repurposed material and then the third graders would give tours of the rainforest at our school so you had to like give people tours and like talk to them about the animals and be like oh like this is the poison dart frog and it would be like a fact about them and you would do that to like all the animals everyone made um and like extra animals that like they had every year so third grade was such a busy year yeah so I just felt really connected to the Amazon (laughs) I'm like sorry to explain that but I just felt really connected so So, yeah and you know who else felt connected to the Amazon are the 16 castaways that were standing there in season six and Jeff Probst and Jeff Probst and the entire production team obviously Mm -hmm. famously the production team does have to be there for the season so we start off episode one classic 16 castaways for the first time ever though the tribes are split by gender so it's okay drama so it's eight women and eight men and like they're on a boat and jeff like plays it off he's like all right i'm gonna call off your name when i call off your name you're gonna get in the yellow boat and you're gonna take your yellow bus they really said billy jean king versus the man i can't remember his name (laughs) I'm like, that tells you enough. <laughs> well, also it was funny because all it took was the fifth woman's name getting called. And then they were all. like, it's women. <laughs> and the whole story was like, oh, well, you know, Amazonian women are so yeah. strong and provide for themselves. Yada, yada, yada. Which I, they do. Like, I'm sorry, my <laughs> attitude was not not against the strong women in the Amazon providing for themselves. It's more so just like, oh, we're building a narrative around this. So 
Anyways, obviously the toxic men are already talking about how they're going to like be. They were literally like, women. they have no chance. Wait, did we say the names of the tribe? I think I interrupted no, you to get my Billie Jean King reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, please, no. <laughs> and like women can do anything. So now, please. Um, the women were on the tribe Jabaru and the men were on the tribe. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> tabaki. tabaki the men were on tabaki the men were blue and the women were yellow so, i'm glad they didn't do like a pink and blue i am very yeah, happy that's that very like not survivor color pink pink i feel like never in more cases wasn't the marriage type pink i'm like this is real survivor trivia i don't think so yeah it was so the auntie was like okay. it was like a magenta Rag. like a pinkish purple so yeah, not very survivor color. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> they uh, get onto this like they have to get onto like a essentially like a canoe and paddle to their camps. And the women, sweet girl, I think it's Jenna, famously cannot untie the knot. She's so nervous. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so frustrating. Anyway, we they get to camp. Sorry, I just doing a quick research of it. I think that the buff colors and the lo- colors in the logo for each season are connected. Yeah. Like, Don't say it like that. No, Peter, I actually am like, yeah, you didn't know no, you that? you can't say it. Because there's pink. Oh, wait, no, that's actually not true. That's actually like- not. No, because I just got to pull out and the buff colors are brown and blue. And the logo color is green and yellow. Oh, okay. So I'm a flop. No, Um, (laughs) we're both flops, really. Anyways, so. Anyway, so they like paddle, They whatever. They both get there eventually. And, you know, everyone's trying to get to know each other. And when they get to camp, the women um, are like talking. They've been talking about whatever. And Christy reveals to her tribe mates that she is deaf. So she's like, I can like read your guys's lips and like I think she says she's lost hearing like entirely in one ear and then just has like really poor hearing in the other I think she has like a implant like a cochlear implant oh, like okay, a hearing yeah. aid of some sort on one, um, just on one ear though but she was like I like like really can't yeah. really hear you guys so she was like you guys were talking on the boat I have I have no idea what any of you do like I you just need to like look at me when you speak and I like I'm fine and they were all like, absolutely, like, thank you so, like, that was so important for you to share with us, like, da da. And back at um, the men's tribe, they are like getting into their like work ethic roles, which of course we're setting up this narrative that like Daniel and Ryan don't do enough, according to Roger, and also bringing me back to the third grade of it all. The way that everyone was cutting down trees in the amazon rainforest i was like oh, i need to call the police <laughs> literally they were like machete to the tree and i was like this is so dark so dark 20 years later but the thing is i'm like not to speak on it but to speak on it deforestation and logging happens every day at higher rates and it's like essentially sanctioned by governments and companies Peter, i am not that i don't think that them they cause 15 deforestation trees. okay now you're putting words into my mouth i am not saying that they are more responsible for the deforestation of the amazon than the industries are what and are you saying i'm just saying it was like shocking to watch people cut down trees in the amazon rainforest at all i just That's had a true. moment of this would have wow. like they wouldn't do that now that's <laughs> even true. 15 trees like <laughs> you're right <laughs> like it was just a moment of like different worlds like you're right you're right i apologize yeah. i take it back i'm sorry i am sorry <laughs> anyway they um go into the immunity challenge where they just have to like go through a obstacle course i'm not gonna try and explain it <laughs> Like, look it up if you want a description. Famously, though, right before when Jeff was, like, checking in on the two tribes, like, the men were like, yeah, we're going to fucking crush it. Also, like, to be frank, the men had been 
eating and they had an actual shelter and roof over their head. The women did not. So like, and th- no disrespect to the women at all, but the men were simply better prepared. Yeah, you physically. would think someone who eats yeah. and like sleep, like rests, etc., would like just be better off. You would think, but thank God the men lost. They and like it was kind of embarrassing because what's his name? Fucking Ryan, or was it the other one? Dan, Dan, Daniel? Daniel. I think it was Daniel. Yeah, Daniel and Ryan kept falling off this balance beam. I was like, girlfriend, they tried to like, sorry, I know we shouldn't explain, but they tried to like wrap their arms around a balance beam and then like to get off, like kick their legs off. They literally had had, like the men had had such a huge lead. Huge lead. Yeah. And like those two lost it for them. Which was, I was like, LOLA. I was like, I would hate to be a man right now. Um, I would hate to be a man full stop. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, so Tambaki or the men, they lose immunity and they realize, oh, maybe we are a little, just a little cocky. They don't think they were too cocky, but like just a little. Um, and essentially... Ryan goes home primarily because he has bad work ethic and also because he lost the challenge for them. And the men were like, we're not going to lose again. Like this is our last loss. But may we not forget that though they admitted they were cocky, they did spend most of tribal council just talking about how attractive some of the women were. And like, that was the tribal council discussion. And I was dying. Uh, Jeff Probst egging them on like I just find it so funny that people don't understand like Jeff Probst is given things to like they're like oh this is what these people are talking about throughout the day like hint at this and get them to like fall into this trap like he knows how to make you look like a fucking idiot like you guys look stupid to be answering questions about how attractive the women are rather than like talking about your gameplay or strategy or how you guys are going to not lose challenges. That's my two cents. Yeah, no, that travel council was ridiculous. Yeah, it was insane. It was just like, oh, who is hotter? And I was like, yeah, You're I think actually I skipped through a lot of this travel council because I was like, I can't do it anymore. I, I was like, I hate men. Like I hate, yeah. hate men. Anyways, so we go into episode two. Um, basically the women are realizing that they are disorganized. They maybe don't have everything together and like, they're maybe struggling just a little bit. Um, meanwhile, it starts raining. They realize that they really don't have that much access to fire and that that's really going to be an issue. Um, so they go into reward challenge and the women are like, all right, we can still win. Like we're great, but we also need to get our shit together. Um, and again, the men are like, we're obviously going to win. We are men. It doesn't matter. And it was kind of fucking crazy because yet again, the women win. The men got completely demolished. Like, I just remember it was one of those things where like everyone's blindfolded except one person and Butch, the guy who was like calling for the men, like, could not get it together. I think he like said the wrong name. Yeah. Times. I was like, you couldn't have done a fucking warm up. Like, oh, what are they called? What are they called? Name games. Get to know you games. Yeah. Get to know you. Icebreakers. Icebreakers. You couldn't have done a fucking icebreaker. N- Nell the Newt. <laughs> <laughs> Peter the Platypus. <laughs> I-, I was thinking like, nice Nell. Oh, the Peter. That's the same yeah. thing. No, you're right. Mine is just animals. <laughs> <laughs> or um, I did this one when I was in a while. It was like, Peter, Peter, now, 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 now. Oh, Peter, Peter. 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 <laughs> <laughs> classic, oh, classic. Anyways, yeah, he didn't know anyway, anyone's they name. Clearly didn't do that when they <laughs> got to their um, campgrounds. Campgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um meanwhile so the women win they take their stuff back they take their fish bait um and basically 
I don't even know which road to go down first because there's two big moments of drama. I think starting with the food of it all, they like had this crate um, of like where they had put all their like food and belongings when they got there because it was raining and they didn't have shelter. So like they were like, oh, let's put everything in this one box. So after they get back from the war challenge, they're like taking things out and they see like a wrapper for a granola bar and everyone's like, what was that? James. <laughs> and so essentially, nobody wants to own up to it. What, like, Jean says it's Janet's, and Janet's like, why is everyone saying it's mine? And Jean's like, I know it was her. I'm sorry, but was it Jean who said it? I don't know her name. I, like, actually don't know. But they, think- they were all just arguing over who it, it was. Yeah. And um, no yeah. one wanted to be like, which I don't like. We don't ever really know who it is, yeah. unless someone owns up to it at like reunion, maybe. But they basically are like, we are just gonna burn it. Yeah, and they do. Like, it's cheating, and they do. Yeah. I was like, and I'm like, okay, women with morals. Okay, like and morals like, doesn't always let you win, though. That's true, but I don't really think a granola bar. No, I think they would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, the other point of drama is that essentially trying to think of the right words to say all of this, Joanna, um, is very religious and a devout Christian, which is neither here nor there. However, she believes that like having the idol in camp brings bad luck because God is upset with them because it goes against the commandments essentially you know don't honor like, other gods yeah before you know they obviously write it in fancy language but you know that one and everyone's like and the idol is not a god and she's like it's an idol and they're like yeah they're like, can we call it something else yeah. and she was like no because no. if they call it an idol yeah and we were like okay and so she, like, she she and christy go at it like yeah well because like christy like it, this argument the root of this happened at mm-hmm. night and like Christy's talked about how like she when they're at night like or when it when they're at night when it's night outside and they are discussed like talking like Christy is like I have no idea what anyone's saying and I don't think anyone is realizing that or thinking about it which is like a whole other layer of how she like feels like unincluded uninvolved um so she's having someone I don't remember who but someone like explained to her what Jean or Janet I think yeah someone explained to her like what the conversation was and when it is explained to her Christy's like well that's stupid and Joanna has like walked by during this so then they obviously get in a fight about it which just I was like this is crazy (laughs) anyway so we go into immunity and Essentially, the women lose. Um, and the men win their first challenge, which is like, yay, men, I guess. And basically, Christy's like upset because she feels like the tribe isn't doing much. And so she speaks her mind. Everyone kind of pushes back against her. And she's like, all right, well, if this is why I go, then this is why I go. And then at tribal council, like, Jeff asks her a question. It's basically just like, how are you feeling in this tribe? Like, what's going on? And I don't know. I feel like she's really honest. And at the quite literal most vulnerable time for her to be as honest as she is, she's basically just like, they don't make any effort to include me. Jenna literally hasn't tried to talk to me. Like, I, I try to ask them to, like, make some level of accommodation for me. And I don't feel like they do. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like... I'm glad you're saying something like if you like because it's from our perspective obviously we aren't seeing all of it so very clearly she's feeling that way luckily though they everyone has their like targets on Janet um and like people think that she's the one who smuggled the granola bar in and I genuinely think it was probably Janet because of when she left she made no attempt to fight she was like I guess if this is the reason I have to go, then like, I'll go. And I was like, girl, if it wasn't you, say it wasn't you. Like, get on with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but like, whatever, she goes. <laughs> and we had into 
episode three, famously not on Hulu. Um, shout out to Allison Reaver for the Paramount Plus of it all. Thank you, Allison. <laughs> um, and basically, uh, um, the men's tribe, there is like more tension about like certain people doing certain chores. There's a fight that Roger and Dan have about like going to get water. And Dan is like, if you want to do it, you go do it. All attention, there's this fight, whatever. Um, we head into the reward challenge where it's basically like each person gets a basket with like certain like hygiene items. And then you have to be like, oh, like Jenna, do you have shampoo? And then you have to have like matching items of shampoo. It's like go fish kind of, but like personal oh, hygiene. that's fun. It's like kind of interesting. I like didn't really. And there, there was a lot of the flirting of it all during this one which i think the women were using to their advantage which was slay girl boss energy um and um jabaru ends up winning and so they get to take with them like personal hygiene products like shampoo conditioner toothpaste toothbrush it's great um so they go back to camp and they're like get into the like river or creek or I don't know where they go but they like are bathing and there's this like <laughs> basically the like young women bathed bathe together and the older women bathe together and the young women are like sorry that we're hot and they're jealous like essentially that's what happened and I was like wait I love that no it was oh. so fucked up it was like they were like women often are just jealous because I have a good body and I was like, this is literally, I take it back. <laughs> yeah, I was like middle school drama. Okay. Um, I was just like, this is so dated and uncomfortable to watch. Like it was heartbreaking, but whatever. It was like Jenna. I'm pretty sure the bathing suit model. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and then at the men's tribe, there is like conversation about where we want to go with like the voting and um Daniel and Roger is kind of like where people are split between Roger was kind of seen as like a drill sergeant classic older band role in Survivor and I think Daniel view, people view Daniel as like just lazier while a Jabru Dina is like very much starting to take on the leadership role and is like okay like we should be working on the shelter like we need a shelter like let's boil water like we need to catch fish. Like there are things we need to be doing every day. So they had into an immunity challenge. Um, this is an immunity challenge. I don't like we have seen before, but I don't know if we've discussed it, but there's like different cages and you have to, yeah, we've seen it before and you have to unlock key. Like you have to get the key to unlock and you go through the three different cages. And then on the third one, you have to like use a like stick to get three keys off a hook from far away. Yeah. It was like the outcast challenge in Pearl Islands. Yes. Yes. The outcast challenge in Pearl Islands. And um, they literally men's tribe falls behind immediately. Like literally never get past the first one. And Jabaru to it. And I was like, this is iconic. So the men lose. Love that. Um, and Daniel is like very easily voted out. He like tries to scramble. It doesn't work. They want to like target Roger. It doesn't work. And Daniel gets voted out. And we head into episode four. And this is where more tension at Jabaru like comes up. Um, Jean and Joanna feel and probably are doing the most work. At the camp, they had, like, agreed that everyone would wake up early and, like, start to work. And they're the only two people awake. And they're, like, definitely doing the thing where you, like, make noise and, like, give them dirty looks. Um, So that causes tension. And they, have like, are catching fish, but they're catching really small fish. And the men aren't really catching fish. And that, like, older, younger riff. Don't these women, like catch a minnow and call it a yeah fish? they're literally catching fish i'm like sorry this is famously visual, visual medium 
um but they're catching fish that's like the distance between my thumb and my pointer finger and yeah. i'm like mm, that is a snack but okay um for one person <laughs> literally um and there's this like younger older woman rift but basically what ends up happening is Heidi, Jenna, and Jana, the younger gals, get Dina to join their alliance. So she's on the up and up. And they're like, Jean and Joanna flop. Christy's not really given the type of day in their minds. Um, but Dina agrees to align with them. And it honestly puts her in like a really powerful position. Like she has kind of taken on this leadership role. And she like has these three girls who are like really good friends. And she seems to be like thriving in this position. And Matthew, meanwhile, at boys camp is like catching fish. So at boys camp. I know. Sorry, I'm like for the record. <laughs> um, is like catching fish. And I also think Matthew is like a chef in DC or something. Yeah, wait, I'm like now. I know. I, I actually meant to Google him. Anyway, they head into a reward challenge where they basically have to build different fires, like burn different ropes. I'm like, again, me at my summer camp, but okay. Um, And their reward is a refrigerator filled with Coke, Coca Cola, the soda. (laughs) Not a refrigerator filled with cocaine. Um, And Jabaru was like killing it. And then I just like, don't think that they were blocking the wind enough with their bodies and they weren't building it high enough like they weren't building their fires high enough to like get the flame to reach the string so they quickly lose their lead and the men pull ahead and they win the reward and shauna has a literal full-on breakdown and is like i'm tired and i'm done and i don't want to be here and she like asks to be voted out and so we had into an immunity challenge and each tribe has to catch as many piranhas as they can in an hour by weight. Whoever has the most wins. I'm like, this feels psycho, but okay, I'll touch on it later. And not only do they have to like win immunity or not only do they win immunity, but they get to take home all the fish that they catch. So it's like, this is kind of cool. Um, in the end, the men catch more and they win their reward. And Shauna is like, just send me home. I'm done. But this newly formed alliance is like, they pull Christy in and they're like, we don't want to send Shauna home because it screws us over. And we're taking the alliance over Shauna's like wishes. I was like, badass. And so Shauna doesn't vote with the alliance, but because they bring in Christy, they send Joanna home. And we now lead in episode five sorry i accidentally fell into a deep dark hole of matthew von erfelda's life i'm in an interview with him right now apparently he's not a chef he's a restaurant designer um and currently works as the head of like beverage for marriott international Wait, i think like north america maybe i don't know i don't know but yes yeah, still dc based just like this podcast we're hunting you down, Matthew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Feels aggressive. Anyways. <laughs> so we go into episode five, um, which brings us, and right now it's like tied with six women and six men, which I was like, thank God. Also, like, I know I only knew Joanna for two episodes, but like, I was okay with that. She was gone. She, she like had spunky personality in episode one, but then in episode two, I was like, girl, you're doing too much. You are doing too much. Um, anyways, Dina feels that like she is the sole leader, which like good for her. I'm happy for her. She has grown on me at least to this point because uh, the first three episodes, I was like girl boss from like fucking upper Midwest or wherever she's from. Nope, Riverside, California. <laughs> The way I was convinced Dina was from like fucking Wisconsin. <laughs> That's so funny to me. <laughs> Anyways, um, long story short, 
the youngest member of each tribe has to like go on a journey, on a quest. So it's Dave from the men and Jenna um, from Jabiru, the women's tribe. They meet at a luxury Amazonian retreat. And basically they have like a get to know you and then they like stay the night. And Jenna's like, oh my God, I get to chit chat. I get to gab. I get to goss with a man, a man. She's like, we never talk at camp. So she really, she was like, I'm actually been on vocal rest for the last 13 days. (laughs) Literally. And she says, I actually couldn't say more about everything that's happening in my opinions on everyone's strengths and weaknesses and how we vibe as a community and (laughs) what my favorite trick is. Like she literally (laughs) can shut up. And so basically she tells Dave about like the core four alliance, core like four or five people in the alliance, the women's tribe, and then like who's on the outs, everything. And like says like, oh, Heidi's my closest ally. Meanwhile, Dave says, oh yeah, this guy's this age and he does this for work and he's fun. Or this guy likes to cut trees down. It's like, okay, Dave knows what games he's playing. The next morning after they wake up, um, Jeff Probst says, knock, 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 I'm here. Um, and he lays out a nameplate for each person. And basically, Dave and Jenna go back and forth picking even-numbered men and women new tribes. Make, they're swapping up the tribes, essentially, and they're, like, picking teams. And so Dave chooses Heidi because he's like, well, I don't want Heidi to be on Jenna's tribe. So he can break up the alliance because he he is at least somewhat smart. Um, and they basically go through and they choose the tribes. The new Jaburu tribe is Alex, Dina, Jenna, Matthew, Devon, Altferda, um, Rob, and Shauna. And then the new Tambaki tribe is Butch, Christy, Dave, Heidi, Jean, and Roger. And then basically they have to go back to the original camps. They tell the three people that are getting switched, like where they're going, and then they go off. And the two biggest things that come from this is first, Christy like tells the three men that are on her new tribe, like, hey, I'm deaf. And they make like an active effort to include her. That was like- It was like actually kind of fucking insane. Yeah. That we were, she had to be like, oh my God, like I feel so much more included because they are like keeping the lanterns going so that I can see what's happening at night. Like, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> but I was also like so happy that she was now yeah. with people that were like trying. No, I 1000% agree. I was like, thank God for her. And meanwhile, I'm like, Shauna's had a new breath of fresh air too because Girlie Pop saw the look of a man, that man being Alex. And they are, she's like, oh my God, I've never wanted to leave this game for one second. Not one second. I've been in it with my whole heart the whole entire time. Don't, don't you dare say otherwise. And they go into immunity. And long story short, uh, the new Jabiru tribe wins immunity. And then Tambaki returns to camp. And Initially, they're like, oh, well, it's three women, three men. Like, we'll vote. We'll cause a tie. We'll see what comes of it. And then basically, Dave, like, tries to work with Heidi and is basically like, look, we want to merge as one tribe. Like, let's be a tribe and, like, vote with us. And they wanted to target Jean because Dave knew that Heidi didn't like Jean. And so, again, using Jenna's information against the women. And long story short, Jean gets sent home and she's eliminated. And we go on to episode six, where the showmance of season six is in full blossom, in full, full bloom. I actually hated it. No, um, I just was like, I can't do this. Well, because there was no personality from either of them. No, like, they were both when- just like, we're too hot people. And I was like, actually, I want to poke my eyeballs out. <laughs> Because <laughs> at least with like other like, what do you guys care about? <laughs> they're like personalities and care. I'm like fake tales. <laughs> fake tales is better than Shauna and Alex. Fake tales there, is better than Shauna and Alex. Speak on. I will die on that hill. We'll write it down. <laughs> um. Anyways, so we go into the reward challenge, and 
basically queen icon Christy wins the reward from for Tambaki. I was icon. Thank God for you. I, I love you. Um, and basically we go into immunity with Dina trying to kind of like scramble with her new placement at Jaburu and like not really sure how that's going to break down. And this immunity challenge, quite frankly, traumatizing, upsetting, and yet iconic and also scary. I'm like, I don't know how else to describe it. Like it was crazy. (laughs) Actually every descriptive word possible. Yeah. No, I like had to look away sometimes. Basically, there's a chunk of meat on a hook. Like literally a chunk of meat dangling from a hook. It's like those party games where they tie donuts around the rope and you have to like literally try to eat the donut. Absolutely perfect description. Instead, they're pulling meat off with their teeth and dropping it on a scale. Or like in a bucket that then gets weighed, whatever. And... I'll speak on this again in a little bit more later, but long story short, Tambaki wins immunity. And I was like, thank God it's over. I was like, it needed to be done. We needed to move on. But um, Jamuru goes back to camp and basically Alex and Sean are like, we're voting for Matthew. We don't know what else to tell you loves, but like Matthew's gone. Like XOXO, goodbye. Meanwhile though, Rob and Dina had been talking and Rob had also pulled in Matt and so Dina and Jenna, who already wanted Shauna gone because they were like, you're annoying. And now Matthew obviously doesn't want to keep people around who want to vote him off. And long story short, Shauna gets sent home. And the brief romance, showmance, if you will, between Shauna and Alex ends. May, may it rest in peace forever and ever. I was like, T fucking God. <laughs> I don't like Shauna. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no, that's very fair. I mean, yeah. That was the first six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will be right back. We're so thankful for all of the love and support so far. Keep checking out our Instagram and telling all of your friends about our podcast. If you're interested in supporting our ongoing project to improve our podcast, please head over to our anchor.fm website where you can become a monthly supporter and donator to Idols, Icons, and iRolls. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Get ready now for our Idols, our Icons, and our iRolls of Season 6, The Amazon, Part 1, for six episodes, yada, yada, yada. We are going to jump into our idols, moments, the moments of the idols, you know, that part of it all. Um, Mel, do you want to start with your idol moment? Um, My idols moment is episode four, the immunity challenge, where they are fishing for piranhas. I don't know if anyone else's childhood culture was River Monsters, but famously my siblings and I did watch it and famously I was scared all the time afterwards I that found it terrifying but I couldn't stop watching it and I vividly remember the Prona episode and they like always do like the reenactments of someone you know dying or being attacked by said river monster and I just like <laughs> I just it all the Prana one always stuck with me and it was so like intense and I mean those fish are literally terrifying and I just thought it was crazy that they were like yeah these guys are huge it's super dangerous so be careful but also go catch as many as you can and these people were like stepping on it with their foot which I guess is smart but also I was like they're gonna get your ankle and they didn't to god but like I just was like this is an unreal challenge for these people who have been in the Amazon for 10 days Like, they are not prepared for this. No, they were not prepared. Like, can you imagine? No, I can't. And that's why it's my idol's moment. (laughs) That, no, good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. um, Earlier, Nell and I had a conversation about how the show River Monsters played an integral role. For me. Fun to watch. 
it's like, it's just insane. I think how many different river monsters there are. Right. No, I was, it was like really about the fact that like these animals lived in fresh water. Yeah. And I was like, nothing is safe because like we don't know what the ocean has we truly like do not know what's in the ocean at the end of the day like the bottom of the ocean she's unexplored she's unknown there could be anything down there a river we should know what's in there yeah and we should be safe from it because only evil things should live in the ocean and rivers should be fish who just exist (laughs) I could not have put it better myself. Um, so yeah, for me, my idols moment, I kind of really already kind of said everything I feel like I could have said about it earlier, but it's episode six with the whole meat thing. Again, very much gives me like backyard party. Like I'm vividly now being t- taken back to like the show choir party, like summer kickoff party we had before my like either sophomore or junior year where in the backyard, like one of the challenges your team had to compete on was donuts hanging from a rope and i was just like to imagine myself in a rainforest in the amazon with this chunk of just meat dangling in front of me and like getting smacked in the face by the chunk of meat as it swings around i it's sorry it feels so weird to even say it out loud but I don't know. I just, I do want to know who came up with that idea. Who thought of that and said, this is actually what we're going to do. And if so, I'm like, have you sought help? Have you sought therapy? Because I personally am concerned about you. (laughs) Yeah. It was, and the way that they like, they like bit, but they would pass it to each other. Yeah. Or they picked it up off the ground. I was like dark. 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 It's a cry for help. <laughs> Speak on it. Um, so yeah, that's my idols moment. So moving on to our icons, um, I'll jump in. I know Nell and I have one of the same icons. So mm-hmm. um, I will start with the one that we don't share. Um, so Jenna, I know I have talked a lot of shit on her. And my reason for choosing her as my icon, I guess really isn't flattering words. I just thought it was funny and iconic that she went to this ambassador summit or whatever with Dave and was like, girlfriend, let's goss. Like, let me tell you all the hot goss. I know we're competing against each other, but hey, like, hey, 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 hey. Um, I don't know. I do think that, like, she obviously had the best intentions and, like, she very clearly, like, she's playing a good game for the most part. And, like, I think once she realizes what she's done, she's like, oh, I've really got to be a little bit better about this. But I did, I was like, all right, this is kind of fun. Like, you're at least providing us some moments to remember. And for that, I have to thank you. Um, The second icon, and, like, I know now we'll also speak on her a little bit, but Christy. What I'm going to say about Christy is, like, I, she has inspired me to want to learn sign language because I was just like the fact that like she literally has to go through this game and like nobody can come like nobody's trying to really communicate with her and like really work with her I was like my heart is broken like I was just like this is so upsetting and I think that also something that I don't know really frustrated me with Joanna is that I understand that like feeling as like your faith and religious beliefs being attacked is one thing, but like she chose to attack Christy and like, I can already imagine how difficult it may be to like communicate when you are hard of hearing or deaf. And so then to like have to be in like a heated argument with somebody and like talk about emotional things while also trying to be right. I was just like, I feel so bad for Christy. Like she's getting attacked by Joanna right now. And I was like, I, you know, but I loved how much she was in the game and like how hard she was fighting in the game. And I was like, I love you, Christy. You are great. You are fantastic. Yeah. Um, to go into my idols, I mean, I will just like continue with the Christy of it all. So Christy was one of my idols. Um, no, my icons, sorry. Do it every time. My, one of my icons. Um, and I agree with like 
what Peter said, I think she was just like an awesome person to witness. And what I also loved is how like vulnerable she got at tribal council when talking about it and how even though people responded in like very shitty and misunderstanding ways of what she was saying like she didn't like she knew that she was like taking a like game risk to like talk about it essentially and I just thought that it was like very important like in 2003 like I don't know I just think like even now like we don't have a great like representation of people with like who are deaf or especially on television in that way but like I just think the way that this was like handled and the way that she was so in the game and like was like developed these relationships and honestly was like playing the game one of the best like not only is she just like a cool ass person to look up to but like she's a good player and so I think that like that's why she's my icon um and then my other icon is Dina because I applauded her for her taking like leadership responsibilities like that tribe needed someone to be like okay like today we're gonna wake up and do this and also her basically saying no we're not voting Sean out because she wants to be voted out is like queen don't listen to this flop queen and I also kind of like loved when they did the merge and obviously like Shauna and Jenna were like definitely <laughs> like being like we're hot girls and there's like men and we're using it to our advantage like yes you know was like obviously this is what's happening but she never really said it in a way that was like fuck those girls for doing that like it was like hey like I see them playing the game like and the men are eating that shit up and that's exactly what they want them to do and I like loved that she said it in a way that wasn't like they're so annoying for doing this like no that's a strategy and she like recognized the strategy and appreciated it um so yeah Dina I thought she was an icon who kept it together and clearly had a strategy going in um these first few episodes no I agree Dina like literally I like I said I didn't really love her the first episode or two but by the end I was like the end of the six episodes I was like Dina, you are, like, emotionally mature and also, like, you know how to play this game. Like, I'm excited for you. But, yeah. Um, and finally, our eye rolls of it all. Um, Mel, do you want to start with your eye roll? Yeah, I'm, like, n- not to hate women, but... I was going to say, we both <laughs> did just named two women as our icons, so... <laughs> um I'm like it canceled out Shauna did continuously make me want to gouge my eyes out and I actually originally had Alex (laughs) as one of my icons and then I realized actually there's one thing that made him an icon to me and it was him yelling at Roger about not yelling not even yelling at Roger like the argument they had about gay marriage and him being like so you've only had sex twice I was like icon but then I was like, actually, Alex, you immediately flopped once a woman was in your immediate eyesight. And that woman was Shauna. And I got so mad at Shauna because girl begged to go home. They didn't send her home because they were said, we need our numbers. And we're taking, we have the numbers to vote someone out that we actually went out. And then once they merged, not once they like did a tribe switch up and she had men with her, she was like, actually, I've never loved a game more. I actually I'm so committed and I'm sorry Matt also I roll them said let's sit in a circle and discuss who we're voting out I was like okay flop that's absolutely not how you play the game and Matthew or and Alex and Shauna said Matthew I hate to say it you're gone and everyone else said I don't really know about that one um so Shauna's a flop because I think she genuinely could have played the game well if she was playing the game for herself and coming up with the strategy but she wasn't and she was I just find it very annoying 
when people in the game complain about how they're stuck in a game that they can voluntarily leave at any time. And I just think that's fault behavior. No, I agree. We've talked about this before. Like, you also, like, A, you signed up for this. B, you applied for this. C, so many other people did not get it. And You're like, here. I'm. That's not to say, like, suffer through something if you are, like, girl, just, just self-eliminate. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I'll probably Why? drag you for it. But, like, then you don't get to say that you actually love this game and want to be right. in it. I'm like, no, actually... I just think, I just think it's like annoying and I don't, I don't think it's a fun narrative. Mm-mm. Like I, I, I don't enjoy, I have much more, like I celebrate a narrative of like someone struggling, but like struggling in a way where they still have the end in mind and like are looking towards that goal. And they're like, I'm struggling in this moment, but I, tomorrow's a game plan. Day. Like tomorrow's a new day and we have to come up with a game plan. But she was literally just like, vote me out. Yeah. And like not in like a one-off statement. Right. And I just I like don't find that enjoyable to watch. No, yeah, not at all. Um, so my eye roll now kind of mentioned it, but basically in episode two, there's this whole conversation about gay marriage and like whether or not the gays should have rights, essentially, is what Roger says. Would love to know how we got there. No, yeah, I was like, we really cut two, and it was like Boom, Roger in the middle of making a homophobic argument. And for some reason, Alex is really the only person there. And I will say also another part of the eyeball is that Alex felt the need. He felt as though God compelled him to in a confessional say, I'm not gay, please, I'm straight. I was like, thank you, King, for for, rec- for, for saying you're an ally, but you're not part of the community. I was like, thank God, thank God. But no, it just was like, Again, the highlight was, as Noel said, Roger makes this argument that like, oh, it's not natural. It's not right. Like you only have sex to procreate. And Alex goes, oh, so you have two kids. So you procreated twice. So you've only had sex twice. And he goes, well, man, And I was like, ha ha, homophobe. Ha ha, idiot. Ha ha, bigot. But I just like, I don't know. I'm just, and maybe this is like a bigger conversation on the casting and production of the early 2000s when it comes to reality TV shows, but I don't understand how so consistently there seems to be a homophobe. Like, I just, it's like, like, I just don't understand. They literally, Survivor said, bring them on. Bring we would on. love a homophobe on this platform. And I was like, they didn't even, ha- they didn't even cast a token gay person this season. They said, we'll keep our token homophobe, but not our token gay. Thank you very much. I was like, that's fucked up. So I don't know. I just was like, as a whole, I think that this season does a great social commentary when it's maybe not even trying to about how men suck and about how men talk about things in men ways and with you know their patriarchal views and how they only see women as objects and how they live in this heteronormative world. And at the end of the day, I just was like, I'm tired of this. Like genuinely that conversation made me want to stop watching this season. Cause I was like, what's the point? These people are just annoying. We got through it though. It's fine. We're moving on. But I was like, you're kidding. You are kidding. <laughs> like now clap reacting. <laughs> Like, thank you, Ally. Thank you, Ally. (laughs) Ally with a capital A, baby. Um, uh, No, beautifully with Ally Bank, who is an ally for Olympic athletes, as I saw a commercial for the other day. So let me stop. God, no. And if there's one thing I have to say, it's God bless the bank. Famously good people, (laughs) only good people. (laughs) They've never ruined an American economy and destroyed people's lives. Not and multiple only, times within a decade. And only, and only low-level <laughs> workers go to jail for it. Right. No. I'm like, how about Wells Fargo, my bank? I'm like, sponsoring this pod. Oh, Fargo wagon is a coming down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So those are our idols, our icons, and our idols. Um, And yeah, in our next episode, we'll be recapping post-merge. Long story short, six men, four women. I haven't watched that far yet, so... I'm really hoping 
<laughs> I'm really hoping it doesn't turn into the men picking out the women, but we shall see. Um, and we will be right back. Thanks for listening and be on the lookout for our next episode where we'll talk about the second half of season six, The Amazon. Tune in to see if the Billie Jean King versus Bobby Riggs narratives continues. As always, follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.irols. Follow and review our podcast wherever you're listening to us and be on the lookout for plenty more content to come your way.